Can anything good come from Nazareth? Ever feel small, unimportant, or feel like you can't be used to make an impact? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Mallory. And I'm Holly. And welcome to Small Town Big Kingdom. We believe even small people from small places can be used for His big kingdom. Through open and honest conversations about real life struggles, we hope to dive deeper into His Word and how we can apply it to the small places and spaces of our lives. So click subscribe and join us as we chat with Bibles open and coffee in hand. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back. Yes, it's been several weeks because we're moms and life's crazy and it's I've been, been sick for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been inconsistent, but that's okay. But of course, like most weeks, we want to give you guys a song to listen to and I'll go first. Mine is one I heard at a worship night and it's been playing on repeat ever since. Um, it's called Sound Mine by Brian and Katie Torwell. And first of all, it's just very like smooth melodically, like it's easy to listen to. But secondly, it also talks, it's it's scripture based and it talks about how God doesn't want us to have a, a mind of anxiety and fear, but he wants us to have a peaceful sound mind resting in him that he's in control. So mm -hmm. it's just a really good song to like when I'm feeling stressed I've got right now I turn it on because like just to remind myself that I'm not supposed to have a, a spirit of fear and but I'm supposed to have a sound mind so it's pretty good check it out okay sounds like a good one um mine is not a new one but it's just one that I've been playing a lot and it's called evidence by Josh Baldwin mm, yeah you know that one mm -hmm. um and it just talks about the evidence of God all around us. And so I've just been trying to remind myself of that because mm -hmm. I think we tend to forget it sometimes. Yes, we do. <laughs> the, new, the new trial comes and wipes our mind out of it. Yep. Yep. All right, guys, check them out. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. <laughs> So this morning we decided that we wanted to do an episode about testimonies. Um, everybody has a different testimony. Everybody has a different testimony based on what part of life they're walking through spiritually and physically. And um, our testimonies are always evolving and growing and I feel like no matter if you're on the mountain or in the valley, there's always something in your testimony that can help you get through the valley mm -hmm. or remind you when you're on the mountain what the valley was and what God has done and also can help others. So um, it's just been on my heart to just talk about, I guess, the importance of that because I think that as Christians, we sometimes don't share those things mm -hmm. and God calls us to constantly. We're supposed to be sharing them. We're supposed to be talking about the goodness of who he is. And um, that just is part of our makeup as Christians. I think sometimes too, we can, if we're not careful in your own head, you can kind of minimize mm -hmm. the things that he's doing or has done. Mm -hmm. So, 
Well, and when you're in a bad time, you forget. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's one thing that I've been doing lately is reminding myself of the little things because they add up. And when you're going through hard times, you even the little things can help you just get through one day. Mm-hmm. Remember in all the little ways that he's all the little got crumbs, you but yeah, this far, yeah. Or like you know, if there's something that you're just really fervently praying about and. You know, we always want it to be a big thing that's answered and in a mm-hmm. big way. And sometimes God normally doesn't work that way. I mean, the majority of the time, that's not how he works. He works in small. The little. Yeah. And so just reminding ourselves. He also works a lot of times in the things that you don't notice in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like you don't notice it till they're in the rear view. And then you're like, oh, wait, now I can see. Yeah his hand in the middle of that. So constantly speaking of his goodness and what he's done in our lives is a great reminder to ourselves that he is working in everything and it mm-hmm. may not be how we want it to be, but not only to ourselves, but sharing it with others is an inspiration to them mm-hmm. to see what he can do, especially if they aren't Christians. Um, in Second Peter 1.3, it says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. So God's already given us everything that we need. And um, if we can continue to speak that goodness and His glory and His grace, it's a constant reminder of who He is, what He's done in our life, and what he is going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing, our our preacher had kind of touched on this verse. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now. But, um, and after he read that, he said, one thing that he said, this isn't word for word. But we are to testify our faith constantly. It helps get us through the valleys and can also help another believer. Speak things into belief and testify his goodness constantly. Um, which is kind of what this verse says. So, and then another thing that he touched on was to make much of what God has done in your life. Mm-hmm. We minimize yeah, so we much of what he does, or we play it off as it's not something he did. It was a coincidence. Or Nothing. it was our own power, yeah. our own strength. Which is... And so we're supposed to be making much of what mm-hmm. he's done. That convicted me so bad because I don't, do that that enough well i think even down to the smallest thing is of like when you wake up in the morning the fact that he woke you up and he gave you breath Mm -hmm. i mean even the littlest things and if you can train yourself to do that constantly be testifying of what he's doing and not what you're doing gratitude yeah well and it keeps your mind focused on him more than on your circumstances or yourself yeah well this is this is something that we should be doing constantly, making much of what he's done, but it's so important to be doing it when you are in the valley, in the trenches, fighting your way out of that, fighting through a situation, because like Holly said, your mind tends to go to negative places, and if we're being honest, that that's the first place that Satan always attacks, is your mind, mm-hmm. or for me, it is now. Um Oh, well, his one trick is deceit. Yeah, there's so, not so many easy things he can catch me on now, but he can get in my mind really easily. Mm-hmm. 
And so if I'm constantly claiming the goodness and the glory of Christ and what he's doing in my life and doing over my life and claiming these things to be true and to come to come to truth, then it leaves very minimal amount for Satan to get in there and take control of my mm-hmm. thoughts. So, um, but it's like, listen, it's hard when you're like, I, most of us who listen are, I think a lot of our listeners are married. So like marriage, that's one of the hardest areas. doesn't matter if your marriage was great. That's still one of the hardest areas. I think as a Christian to, that the devil can get in. It's easy for him to get in there. It's a hard area. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing. So we're constantly falling in love again with somebody else. And so what's the one relationship you never get a break from? (laughs) Yeah. And so being, I mean, there's days where I do not want to pray for my husband. (laughs) Like it is really, really Hard. Like, I love you, but I don't and like there's, you. There's days that the prayer is probably not what Jesus would have me pray. And so I get that there's times where it's really hard to get up out of bed and speak the goodness of God over your life because it is. Mm-hmm. But if you can just get up out of bed and just sit in silence and allow the Lord to speak through you, that's. Mm-hmm. that's doing something you know there's days where I, I may only have the strength to read a verse over myself and allow the lord to take take with it what he will and that's that's enough and so just doing that and i think it also tells satan that he doesn't have a hold of you for that day like you don't have a hold over my mind mm-hmm. or my life for this day um Another um, passage that Holly had pulled out was Psalms 145.7, and it says, They will give a testimony of your great goodness and will joyfully sing of your righteousness. You want to touch on? Well, I mean, that's, of course, David talking there. And, I mean, talk about a man who went through lots Mm -hmm. of ups and downs, lots of trials, lots of mistakes. But always came back to the goodness of God and where he saw in that all throughout the journey of his life. And I mean, God. And owned up to the things that he did. I mean, God referred to him a man after his own heart. So I think that people like David and even like Paul, Paul was constantly telling people where God had brought him from, reminding people who he used to be and where he is now. Um, can and you imagine how difficult that would have been, like, really? Yeah, because, like, human nature, we kind of want to, I mean, now that you're better, you want to forget all the wrong and the bad and leave it in the past and not think about it anymore. But that's a testimony. No, like, claiming where you were and what you used to be doing is a testimony to the goodness of God and the grace of God and his love and that he brought you and then recognizing how far you've come and Paul is so good at that. Like yeah. he was constantly yeah. sharing that and not just that, but he was constantly talking about the goodness of God and really being Jesus to people. Mm-hmm. And, um, there was, I was listening to a sermon the other day, just side note on Paul, you know, I, there's things that you like read and you know all about, and you don't think until somebody else points mm-hmm. it out. You know, he was single mm-hmm. his whole do you know how uncommon that was too? Mm-hmm. So not only was he 
a man chasing after God, constantly spreading his word, like, uh, in my opinion, one of the most crucial people yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. But he was single in a time where that was not cool. Not cool. <laughs> not to mention he killed all these Christians and then completely changed his life and was fighting for Christ. So like, well, and I mean like that him, most people would want everyone to forget that you legit held people's coats while they stoned Stephen. Mm -hmm. Like most people would want to hide that or to not remind people of that or pray that people forgot that. But Paul was very good about like, look at what how good god is mm -hmm. and that he used such a sinful man like me these are all the things i was doing and yet he still chose to save me and bless me and use me to in help others in an awesome way yeah so don't minimize <laughs> the things that you've been through or the things that god have brought you through even though they might be embarrassing mm -hmm. you have no idea who it might help or how much it might help you in a time where you need it also yeah. So that's a great reminder of that. Well, when you were mentioning, talking about this, I was thinking, I was sitting and thinking about this, this topic in this episode and just doing some reflecting back on, on like even the last five years, not just in my life, but in the life of my husband and my kids, what I've seen God do mm -hmm. um, has been amazing. Like the, transformation that my husband has gone through is a just a testament to prayer and to submitting and surrendering um my husband to the lord and for him to be willing to go through that transformation um i mean i don't know who listens but my husband was um let's see how do i say this <laughs> i check the box every sunday because we we grew up in south georgia yeah um and that's not he's a great he was a great person in case he i mean he's not a bad person right it's just and that was your faith for a well, long time too. My, that was yes what completely did. completely but to see him now turn into like a man who spends time with god is chasing god yes is amazing because mm -hmm. it's all God. I mean, it's all, it's what I prayed for. It's what I wrote in my Bible that I wanted to see. And to, so to now see that coming true is just an amazing blessing. But like you said, I think it's important that I don't forget. Because we get stuck in what's happening in the now yeah. and we're like, sit and complain about it. Yeah, or, or, or we're hyper-focused like, on... Yeah, or we're like, I wish that he was better at this Yes, or that. we're like hyper-focused on where we want ourselves or the other people to be. And we don't credit and contemplate how far they've come. And even my own kids, like, I sat this weekend, we went on a youth retreat and took like 40 kids off. But to see my own children open, they're not perfect they're not where I would like for them to be, but to see them willfully leading other people in a devotion or willfully leading small groups and not, not being forced to share that things that they're going through, mm -hmm. willfully leading others, hopefully to Jesus and opening up themselves. Like that's huge 
to get to witness that mm-hmm. and to see them growing in their faith. And so, and that their testimony is part of my testimony to be able to watch that unfold. So just taking notes of those moments in your life where you're seeing things that are prayed for a year ago or five years ago, I think it's important for us to take mental note. And honestly, I've become a firm believer in like journaling, like taking note of the answer to prayers. Yeah. Yeah, Cause if, if you're always asking and never recognizing that he answered, I mean, and then also being thankful that he didn't answer him the way that she wanted him to answer him, you know, like (laughs) as hard as that is sometimes. Um, but just being thankful for that. Yes. We get so focused on what's happening right in the moment and in that day or in that situation that we tend to forget our minds are so small. We Mm -hmm. tend to forget all that God has brought us Mm -hmm. through and um, not ourselves. Yeah. Well, and I think it's important. I call myself this weekend, like, um, I was just going ahead and thanking him. Like, I know that the things that I want to see happen in them and then through them, I'm just thanking you already because I know they're going to happen. I don't know when it's going to be, but I'm claiming and already thankful that the seeds that are currently being planted are going to grow into something beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really believing on what you're praying and not just praying it and moving past. Yeah. Yeah. And looking forward to that, you know, adding that to your testimony um, as the years progress, I think it's important to like, I've started to do this either wherever you journal or like in my Bible, I will put sticky notes. Like I'm praying for this and I date it. So like I can go back and look and see, you know, three years ago I was praying for this and now I see the progress of that prayer. Um, Cause I think that your prayers are a huge integral part of your testimony. Oh yeah. So if you're not like keeping track of them, you'll for you know, you, that's where you'll forget that God's answered what you asked him for. If you don't take note of what you're praying. Well, and if you're not a note taker, just reminding yourself when you are praying at the end of your prayers to thank God for the mm-hmm. answered prayers, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that kind of repeating them, you know, if it's something that you've been consistently praying for, repeating them at the end of your prayers, is also another way to remind you of everything that he's done. Because, um, having that in our minds and on our mindset and that gratitude, you know, that attitude of gratitude type of thing. Um, And another thing that I've been hearing a lot of, which I know everybody hears is turning the test into the testimony. So like remind, remembering that whatever test or trial you're facing will be a testimony. It will be a story of defeat. It will be uh, for the devil, not for you, but, it's going to be a part of your story and it's going to be something that you're going to want to share and you're going to look back on and you're going to say that God won in that situation. Well, and you may not have like, when you hear the word testimony to me, like it invokes this like idea that you have to have like, I was a drug was addict a and dear, Lord saved me. Or I was in prison. And, and that's not true. Like your testimony can be just as strong and powerful 
and it is definitely is meaningful even if you don't have all those things maybe you're just a believer who came to christ at six or seven and has just walked faithfully with the that's Lord. a testimony that's a huge testimony i mean you may not have faced these tremendous storms and trials but it's still a testimony that you never wavered in your faith that you consistently mm-hmm. wanted to follow and seek christ so don't I can be like that. Like I've had that thought before. Like I don't have some crazy. You've minimized your testimony. Yes. Don't minimize your testimony. It's, it's who you are. It's the story and the journey of, of you to, to the gates. And it's never small and it's never trivial, no matter what it is. Um, so yeah, don't just because it's not some crazy movie worthy story doesn't mean it's not important and it's not shareable. I mean, I don't have some crazy story. I mean, I have a story that, yes. And I I told this, I got the privilege of like giving one of the messages this weekend to the kids. And, um, part of it was that, yes, I was like most of the kids in that room in that I grew up going to church had godly parents. I made a decision or what I thought was a decision to accept Jesus at a young age, but nothing in my life from, from then till like my mid thirties would have told you that I was following Christ. Um, and so that's part of my testimony and that it took me years to realize that it's not just confessing with my mouth, that Jesus is Lord, but believing in my heart and allowing my heart to then want to live out what I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And that may not be huge or like life altering to some people, but for me, it was, it was a scales falling off the eyes, like Paul kind of moment when I realized crap. I've been faking it this whole time. Yes. (laughs) I thought I was saved and I'm not really. And it was just like, thank you, God, that you gave me the opportunity to get it right. Because not everyone wakes up to realize that you thought you were, but you're not. That's right. Or to make it right. So, yeah. What about you? (laughs) I mean, my testimony is probably some, I mean, similar things. Mm -hmm. I've not had any, like, I've walked through trials for sure. Um, But within the past few years did I not, is when I realized that I didn't have a full relationship with him. And that's just been a slowly evolving thing where I've just grown closer and closer to him. And I, I mean, if we're honest, we fall off the track sometimes and, given to worldly things but thankfully I have a savior who's patient and good and is so kind to just pull me back on the path when I mm-hmm. have fallen off and not reprimand me like yeah humans you know it reminds that's me, like so nice it reminds me of that like um I don't know if you call them a meme or whatever they are online but like the ditch and there's a sheep that's stuck in the ditch oh, yeah. and someone pulls him out and, and he then he, he bounces and he just jumps right back in it. I'm like that. 
that's what it reminds me of. It's like, gee, I bet Jesus is like, you dumb sheep. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah, if you just follow just behind me, you'll be okay. <laughs> but we just keep dumping in the ditch. Um, but I will say it is hard. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard to being a Christian is not the easy path. That doesn't, I mean, life isn't just happy-go-lucky because I asked Jesus into my life and he's going to fix everything. No, it's not. And he tells us that. He tells us the path is wide, Mm -hmm. but the gate is narrow. The the path, he wants everyone. I mean, everyone's on the path. Everyone's going, can go that direction. But the gate's hard. I mean. I think that's just, like Holly said, you may not have, like, this big, huge testimony that's, like, you know, it makes everybody cry every time you tell it or but just sharing bits and pieces of your testimony it changes one life Mm -hmm. that's one more life that's Mm -hmm. headed to heaven and I think sometimes our testimony isn't just things God has brought us through but it's things he's working on in us and that we're learning and we're seeing through his word on a daily basis like sometimes those things that we sit and talk about and share with one another are just huge light bulb moments for me. And they're just tiny little things. Yeah. And, um, so I think that that's so important. Like we say this all the time, just to be around people that you can have those conversations with and talk about what God is doing in your life in that moment. And like I said, it may not be some huge thing, but, um, I mean, there's, there's thing, there's some, there's things in my life that I've been praying about for years mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm still waiting for the end, but I'm constantly reminding myself of the little in it and also figuring out how to navigate them better. I think each time, um, and remembering why you're praying for that. I mean, think about the testimony you'll have. When he does, that's right. Complete the issue, or but I think resolve it. Yeah, it's just taught me. This path that I'm on now has definitely taught me to remember that I'm not in control, but also remember that I am worthy and I am chosen, and that I do matter. So reminding yourself when you are going through a trial that if it's something you can't get away from but that you're constantly claiming to happen in your life that you are still important and who you are does matter not to minimize who you are how you feel god's god loves you and love his love is so important in your life um and i i think Get it, getting through some of these things it's the tiniest little breadcrumbs that I hold on to mm-hmm. that in someone else's life may be so insignificant yeah. they may think that that's nothing but in my life it's the little tiny breadcrumbs that I can hold on to that do get me through the things so just reminding yourself of that and maybe even putting notes around or on your phone reminders so that you don't forget them because this life is hard. Well, and it is hard. And so I think that's the importance of your testimony is to sit and to be intentional about not just telling your testimony, but sitting down and thinking your testimony. Like when you are facing trials like that, going back in your mind and seeing 
replay your own testimony to yourself and see the goodness of God and where he's shown up in your life. It, um, it's just a reminder to what he's going to do because mm-hmm. he's the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So if he's gotten you through in the past. He'll definitely get you through mm-hmm. in the future. So, all right, guys. Well, that was our talk on testimony. Um, if any of you are out there and ever want to share, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you ever want to share your testimony, we would love to hear it. So hit us up. Have a good week. Bye.